Hello everyone, Bryce Vance, sports editor of the Star in Auburn, bringing you another edition of the KPC Sports Profile Podcast. On this edition of the podcast, I talk with a DeKalb graduate, Clayton Travis, who is now a member of the men's rowing team at Princeton University. I talk with Clayton about how he was recruited to the team, also about how his running background helped him with his new sport. Also, how he fell in the water the first time and how that could have been prevented. And finally, I ask him about his trip to Tanzania and him learning a new language. He's a very interesting guy to talk to, and I hope you enjoy his story and his travels. Look out for the profile about Clayton and his new adventures up at Princeton. You can find the article in the Star on newsstands or on kpcnews.com. Make sure you subscribe to the KPC Sports Profile podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now, without further ado, here's Clayton Travis. What's the the story of uh, of getting recruited by by the rowing team? Um, so I had just gotten on campus, and a few of the people that I'd met here were. Uh, rowers who had rowed in high school and were recruited to come to the team so I knew a few people coming in but I didn't really expect that I was going to join the rowing team mm-hmm. um, and then uh, a few guys who were juniors on the team last year um, they kind of found me uh, the first couple like days on campus mm-hmm. and I kept running into these guys over and over again and they all learned my name and they kept telling me like you look like a rower you need to come down and uh I, they like gave me a coach and the time and after a few days I was like alright I'll go give it a try mm-hmm. so I ended up traveling down to the boathouse on a Wednesday afternoon and I met with the coach and he told me a little bit about the program and he said he'd be willing to help me learn how to row from scratch and uh, it just kind of fell, fell into place from there now I, I I know you you ran cross country and track in high school, um, but what does what does a they said you looked like a rower? What what does a, a rower's physique kind of look like? Um yeah, so I'm I'm about six feet tall, mm-hmm. give or take, plus one inch. Um, so I'm like definitely on the smaller end, but rowers are generally like taller um, and. Some are wiry, but generally they have like uh, a larger, larger shoulders um, and larger quads. So they're looking for for guys who um, are more like length of stroke. So it was generally they look for guys about five ten to six two. I would say. Now, with you running cross country and track in high school, has and you were very successful um, during your time at DeKalb. Has has that kind of helped you out in any of your training with with the rowing team? Uh, certainly, yeah. Um, I would say that that was one of the biggest factors coming in, um, being able to keep up uh, cardio when I was learning technique. Mm-hmm. Because for the first uh, six months or more that you're learning to row, you're it's more technique based because it's, it's very difficult to get your your full power application on the on the water, and so being able to know I can keep my fitness up from running and uh, that that allowed me to stay in shape while I was learning to row so that when it came time for the season to start I was not only technically focused but still in good shape. 
Now, what were the first couple of practices like for you? Um, they started out uh, very simple. So we started out on a rowing machine. Mm-hmm. And they taught me just kind of the fundamentals of the stroke. And then there's a, uh, a system here at our boathouse that has uh, its rowing tanks. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually on the water, but there's water um, that kind of runs in a circle like a treadmill. Mm-hmm. And you can row in the water um, in a fixed seat. And so that way you can learn the, the basics of the oar and uh, all the fundamentals of the stroke without having to try and balance the boat. And then from there we moved onto the water and uh, learning how to prepare a boat to row and then eventually how to actually get out in it and put some power behind it. What was the the most challenging part at the beginning for you? Um, I would say the the most challenging part in the beginning was uh, the fitness for like a college athletics is definitely a a big step up. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I've been familiar with very hard practices for cross-country and track, and I was familiar with the the idea of training year-round, essentially. But uh, college athletics is definitely a significant step up, so I would say that was the the biggest change is not just one practice a day like I would have in high school, and uh, the practices were a lot more physically taxing. So Now, do you have any funny stories when you first started, like falling in the water or any examples like that? Um, let me think. Uh, one, one interesting story, I guess, was I, I did, uh, the first time that I did fall in the water, uh, I was learning to row a one-person boat, mm-hmm. which is a lot less stable. Right. Um, and that's what I train in when I'm back in Indiana in the summer. Um, and so the the coach wanted me to be prepared when I was rowing on my own in case I did float the boat. Mm-hmm. So he told me to do something that I, I didn't know at the time, but it, it was going to lead me to flip the boat. And so I uh, took a tumble, and then he just kind of watched me struggle to get the boat back, flipped over, and <laughs> climbed back in. And he was, he was kind of laughing at me the whole time. Now, 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 were were you laughing at the time, or or was the the water yeah. cold? Or <laughs> about forty degrees in the air. It was windy, and the the water had just thawed at the, the end of the spring, so it was very cold. Um, <laughs> so I, I was kind of shocked too. Yeah, I looked over at him like like what did I do wrong? He was just, he was just chuckling. I was like, okay, I guess he meant for me to do that. <laughs> um, now. Now that you're in in your second season with with the rowing team, what's I guess how have you progressed? Um, how 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 do you think you have have gotten better to to help out your team? So uh, rowing is interesting in that there's there's really two phases to to the sport. There's the on the water technique, mm. but then there's also fitness, which you can measure on a rowing machine um, against other athletes, and so. Uh, this year, as opposed to last year, um, I've definitely had significant improvements. I was uh, I was the second largest jump from last year to this year out of all the athletes on the team uh, in like rowing machine performances. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a big jump for me. Um, and then I've def- because of that, I've been able to have more opportunities on the water to work with my technique. So, but I would say my biggest thing would be working on uh, fitness 
and just once it, once I've had more time with the rowing stroke and being able to do that, uh, I've really seen an improvement after just putting in effort after effort every day. What have you enjoyed uh, about being a part of the rowing team? Um, I really like the uh, the atmosphere. Um, it's really really great group of guys, um, and we have a very good team team culture. I'd say that's one thing that's really uh, great about rowing is that you get very familiar with the other seven guys in your boat, and uh, even switching between crews and stuff like that. And so we spend a lot of time with a group of guys, and so that really that really is uh, one thing that I would really miss once I'm I'm done rowing here is being able to spend so much time with those other seven guys in the boat and uh, really bond with them. Now, you you mentioned that you're in an eight-person boat. There's a variety of the boats. Could you kind of go in detail and explain what the, the difference between each boat is? Uh, yes. So for collegiate uh, men's rowing, the only boats that we race in the regular season are eight-man boats. Um, and those are sweep style boats. So in, in sweep style boats, each rower has one oar. Um, and then other boat types, there's a four person boat, which is also a sweep style boat. And then there's, uh, smaller boats that are two or one person. And in those boats, it's a sculling boat, mm-hmm. um, which each rower has two oars. And so, um, that's kind of a different rowing motion. And so generally, I, I row in an eight-man boat, um, but it's 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 very different to a a two-person boat or a one-person boat that would have two oars per person. Now, obviously, you're you are a very smart guy. You're at you're at Princeton, obviously, an Ivy League school. You were the valedictorian at DeKalb in, in 2015. Um, what's your what's your major up there at Princeton? So I'm going to declare in the next few weeks, but it'll be uh, chemistry. I will be my major. And what are you hoping to do with that? Um, I'm not 100% certain yet, but I'm, I'm looking towards more of an MD-PhD route. Mm-hmm. Um, and this summer I have a, a fellowship program for research in Fort Wayne that I'm a part of um, that'll help me kind of get closer to see what that field's really like and uh, get more familiar with the research side of the medical field. You went to uh, Tanzania last summer and studied Swahili. Um, what kind, What was that experience like for you? Yeah, so um, I learned, uh, first Swahili class was my, my first day here at Princeton, and I, I just kind of fell into it by pure chance. A couple of people had said that the professor was really good. And so I decided I'd try it out. Um, and so I, after a year here for Swahili classes, um, I decided that it would be a, a good plan to get really immersed in the culture so I could get better at Swahili. And so I was there for nine weeks, um, spent a lot of time volunteering in uh, a local orphanage. And then there's a wood carving guild that was nearby, uh, kind of a village that I went to. And there I taught them English, and then they would, uh, in turn, teach me how to wood carve. And so that was that was a really great experience, um, and I really am thankful for my time there in Tanzania. So that was a, a good growth for me, both in 
foreign language and in being able to see the world very different than the United States. What's some interesting interesting things that you have carved out? Um, so the two main wood carvings that I did uh, were a board game. It's called mm-hmm. Bao, B-A-O. It's uh, Swahili Bao is the version that they play in Tanzania. Um, it's, a, it's a version of Mancala that's very complicated. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of similar to chess in mm-hmm. the amount of thinking that you have to do. And so I... I learned how to play that game, and then I decided that I wanted to carve uh, one of the boards. And so the board itself is very simple, but then uh, on the outside and the edges of the board, you carve, like, animal figures on the outside. So zebras, elephants, rhinos, etc. And then I also, another component that they're very well known for there is uh, animal figurines, and so I carved a hyena. That's pretty interesting, and I would say you are a... Pretty interesting guy, Clayton, and a guy that comes around from this area. Um, you don't don't get to hear about guys like you um, too often coming around from around this area, and I'm, I'm glad I got to talk with you and, and learn kind of your story of going up to Princeton. Um, thanks for uh, taking some time and uh, talking with me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yep, uh, good luck the rest of the season. All right, thank you.